Hello, my name is Rita Balligan and you are listening to the Big Picture Podcast, a podcast where we dive deep into the minds of creatives, business owners and people who are striving in their careers. With every successful person, there is more than what meets the eye. There is a story, a bigger picture. And every week, I'll be finding out what that is, the how, the why and when. Are you ready to be inspired? I am. Let's go. So my first episode is with a woman who started a particular business before we knew that it could be a business. We have watched this business strive from strength to strength, local to global and still growing. The branding is incredible and she is one half of an epic duo. And considering that we are in the same industry, it just made sense to start with the amazing Kika Osunde. She is the co-founder and CEO of Good Hair Limited, Good Hair Enterprises and Brass and Copper Lifestyle Limited. Hi, Kika. Hey, Rita. (laughs) (laughs) I am actually so, 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 so happy that you are here. Like I was saying to you earlier, I've been wanting to do this podcast for about two years and literally, I saw that you were in London, even though you actually live in London, which I didn't know at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought to myself, okay, if Kika replies, then it's time. And I DM'd you, I slid up in her DMs, and she replied. So I was like, all right, well, it's time to go. So thank you so much for thank coming here Thank you for today. having me, Rita. So how are you today? I'm okay. I'm a bit hungry. Saving my <laughs> stomach for the family dinner later. But I'm well. Good, man. Good. And you actually, it's so funny because you didn't actually know that this was going to be a podcast. I had no idea, guys. <laughs> Let me tell you the crazy thing, right? I was like messaging DM Rita saying, okay, do we have hair and makeup? She was like, um, yeah, okay, I can get that if you want. I said, yeah, cool, get Mahina. <laughs> then I get here, bare face, ready to like beat my face. And I'm seeing like a radio station type setup. And I'm like, what's going on? She's like, Kika's trying to explain like it's a podcast. I was like, oh my God, I had no idea. So I'm wearing heels. My face is beat right now. I'm sure you guys can't see me but yeah I look beat right now thank you Mahina makeup (laughs) big up Mahina makeup who just came along and did her face her face looks amazing so it's all good because we're well you know we're filming behind the scenes as well so you will see how fabulous that she how fabulous she is looking right now (laughs) and I'm gonna try and speak properly I feel like I'm losing my words but anyway we'll start again and I guess Kika we'll just get right into it Because like I said, this podcast is about talking to business people, creatives, about their journey. Because often we see someone who is successful, but we don't really know the ins and outs. We don't really know whether they had any struggles and or how they overcame those struggles. So I thought, let's just have a conversation as two business owners about what it's what it's really, really like. So I guess my first question is, how did it all begin? Okay, so I was like 21. I was at university. I just graduated actually, so Mm -hmm. in 2009. um, Chama was still in her last year, her final year studying law. And we both had like this natural flair and passion and liking to hair. Mm -hmm. So I was rocking full lace wigs like quite early in the game. So I was rocking them from like 2005 actually. And she had like the most amazing Brazilian hair. And Mm -hmm. when she would walk, it would just be bouncing. (laughs) So, you know, I was like, I was in awe of her hair and she was in awe of my hairline. Mm -hmm. So when we finished, well, when I finished, you know, we just decided, let's just, you know, put our hobby to something. And yeah, so it was actually started off as a hobby. Mm -hmm. And then it took off immediately. Like we only decided to sell to our friends and family. Wow. And literally, like, we broke even within the first month. And it was just nuts. And it was at 
the peak and the at the height of like this whole Facebook. Yeah. You know, and yeah, we blow up real fast on social media. That is just so crazy because other girls were at uni, they were just being baby girls, living their best life. And you then decided actually, let's just start a business. So obviously it started as a hobby. When was the moment when you thought, hmm, okay, this is a hobby. This is fun. Let's get that money. I think after day five, and I realized it was so easy. <laughs> Literally, it was so simple. Like, you know, you sell her to one person, she'll walk down the street, some will see her on the train or at work or at the gym or at church. And it was like word of mouth. And, you know, I just realized this is so easy. I don't need yeah. to like go to work or like do a nine to five. Like, and I'm so passionate about it as well. Like, I yeah. actually really love it. I love everything glam. So it doesn't feel like work to me. And I just felt like from the beginning, like this is what I was supposed to do. That is so amazing. I actually remember, like, before I was even at, like, before I started with Radiant, I remember hearing about good hair. Like, literally, people would be like, oh, have you heard about good hair? Have you heard about good hair? The hair is so amazing. And I just used to think, like, what is what is all of this? What is this all about? So that's actually incredible that two friends who met at uni have just created this amazing like empire oh thank you so has it always been just two of you like it's always been two of us so at the beginning chama always always had money from university because she used to like do those like club events so she'll get paid like every month like juicy money (laughs) and my mum gave me like my startup money so chama and i put like equal amounts in i think it was 800 pounds each so we raised 1600 Mm -hmm. we invested it in like really good hair suppliers and yeah um it was just two of us like 50 50. And do you think that's really important? Because obviously in partnership, you know, there's a lot of people that they work with their friends. And the fact that you both put an equal amount from the beginning, do you feel like that is actually really important if you're starting a business with your friend? I believe so. I believe that it's very important for you to put the equal and same amount in. Mm-hmm. Um, because And so no one should feel like they're doing more than the other. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like everything should be ironed up at the start the agreement like okay so I'm going to be responsible for this you'll mm-hmm. be responsible for that yeah you know so and there's like like respect as well like a mutual respect between yeah, the yeah, two yeah yeah I think it's very important because obviously it's not so hard to work with a friend but Trummer and I had this you know this connection this friendship beforehand anyway mm-hmm. and we both have a mutual respect for each other and yeah it just blends really just flows so how long has this been this has been about probably about 10 it's coming years? up to 10 years so we started in 2009 so yeah, next year it will be our tenth year, tenth anniversary. Okay, I hope you guys are having a party, and I hope I'm invited. Of even course, if it's in Lagos, obviously. Be there because I've never <laughs> been to Lagos before, which is just ridiculous. So crazy. That would be a good opportunity. It'll be crazy. <laughs> I was gonna ask as well, like, so working with best friends, because I get asked this question like often, just this whole idea of working with your best friend. Like, how do you balance it? Because obviously, there's there's okay. So there's moments where it's like this is business. Right. So Chima, I've said you should do this. You know, Kika, I've said you should do this. This is business. And then there's other times where you just want to chill with your friend. Like, you know, you want to talk about your partner or you just want to have a couple of drinks. Like, how do you like balance that friendship and the business side of things? It honestly just comes naturally. So obviously, if a client walks in, I'm not going to be telling her what happened between me and my boyfriend last night. Yeah. You know, so we're going to discuss work. We're going to get work over and done with when it's quiet and it's just. Chummer and I, then we'll start, you know, talking about our personal life. Even when we're messaging, like the whole time I was getting my makeup done, I was messaging her. She's like, okay, so we need to order some more puka cups for brass and copper, for instance. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay then. So what time is your flight? So we kind of like intertwine the two, like personal and business. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, 
we always make sure that business is first. Has it always been like that? Because this has been 10 years, because obviously you must have learned like how to like handle it. But has it from the beginning has it always been? It's always easy? been natural. Yeah, it's always been like, thank God, touch wood. It's always been like a breeze, you know? That's amazing. Yeah, we just like, we kind of like know our strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And so I'll let her handle and I won't get involved. And she'll let me handle my own and not get involved. And we'll just come, you know, and just, you know. That's that's actually I'm like blown away by that because I think that's so amazing. Like it oh. sound you make it sound so easy. Like I feel like I should just holler at a friend now and just be like, <laughs> okay, let's just let's just do this. It sounds so 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 simple. Like yeah. I find it I do find it difficult working with friends often. Mm-hmm. You know I wish I kind of try not to do it because yeah. I'm like I don't know if you do something and I don't like it. How am I gonna tell you? Because I don't like confrontation as well. So I'm like. Oh. How am I gonna let you know? Is it gonna be awkward? I know. I'm like you as well. I hate confrontation, I hate but like it. I just feel like when you bottle things up, it might come out a bit malicious. So it's yeah. always good. I've learned like the hard way to like try and be a little bit more transparent. Yeah. And if you don't like something, like kind of like, just say it immediately and then yeah, nip it yeah. in the bud. Yeah. And then you move on. You move forward. Yeah. You know. I mean, obviously, it's not always roses, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I mean, for the most part, you know, we do have a mutual understanding and a mutual respect for each other, and yeah. We that's, just get each other, really. Yeah, and that's... that's and a partnership is actually like a marriage. I know. It's actually <laughs> like, like it a is. marriage. So if marriages can work, then business partners, partnerships can work also. Mm. You just have to be understanding, be forgiving, yeah. you know, be passionate, be compassionate. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's literally like a marriage. Yeah. You have to huh. work through it. See, I wasn't going to go onto this topic yet, uh, but because you ma- mentioned marriage, I just <laughs> feel like we might as well just go in that direction. <laughs> So obviously, what's it like dating? Because, you know, you know, like you always hear this conversation. I don't know if you're on Twitter, but I'm on Twitter. I'm not ashamed. I'm on Twitter all the time. <laughs> and you always see these like conversations about how men are intimidated by successful women and how it's so difficult today. And, you know, successful women, it's, you know, they're going to end up being lonely because they're too intim- all of this, all of this jazz. Right. How has it been for you? Because obviously like, you're between London and you're between Nigeria. And we know that how Nigerian men are like they're proud men. You know, they like to be the breadwinner. See how I put the accent on just to, can <laughs> to emphasize. emphasize what I'm trying to say. Um, but how is it? How has it been like dating for you? Um. I felt like at the beginning when I first got to Lagos, because I was like a new face, I felt like a lot of guys just wanted to holler at me just to be like, hey, I've dated her, I've, I'm seeing her because, mm. you know, whatever. Yeah. But like, I just took a pause, took a break. And then like the current guy that I'm seeing now, we were introduced by a mutual friend and like, he's so quiet. Like we're in two different industries. Mm. Like it's so funny because like he's into like oil and gas. So he has to like play down mm. his, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then I have to like play it up. Lifestyle, Snapchat, yeah. everything, yeah, film yeah. everything. So it's a perfect balance and it's a perfect blend. Mm. And yeah, like he's not all for this whole social media stuff and like just putting stuff out there. But yeah, like I said, it's yeah. a perfect blend and it was difficult like finding like the right guy and yeah. finding someone that isn't threatened. Yeah. And he's all for like he's so supportive. Like he's the one that drove me down here today. Yeah. Like he's so supportive. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, I always like vent to him. He's always like lending an, an ear, you know, like, yeah. So it's really important to find someone that's not going to feel threatened and someone that will like empower you and, you know, just want to encourage you to continue in your industry yeah because i i find it so interesting i don't know if it's because i go out with like british guys but honestly yeah i feel like 
I, or maybe I have really bad taste. But I feel like I never like the kind of guys I end up going out with. It just doesn't go anywhere. Like I end up going out with guys who feel like, oh, because she's doing her thing, she doesn't need me to do anything at uh, all. No. <laughs> so he will just be, you know, chilling and not. Uh, He'll just be chilling and not really doing the stuff that he needs to do, if that makes any sense. Like, even, like, dates, for example. I was going out with a guy, and he literally just didn't want to take me out. Are you kidding? No, I'm not even kidding. Like, but he just where, is he? where was he from? Out. He was from here. He's, he's even, like, he's Nigerian, like, British Nigerian. And he just didn't want to really take me out. Like, okay. it's like I had to be begging. Like, I don't understand. That's the thing. I do not date British Nigerians. Oh. I do not like that is my only <laughs> thing I do not honestly I can't stand them I'm a British Nigerian by the way guys I was born and bred in London my first time ever going to Nigeria was actually in 20 in 2009 mm-hmm. no sorry 2014 when we launched Good Hair what? that's my first time touching Nigerian soil 2014 and I have never dated a British born Nigerian I only go for like Nigerians that are like based there that have the Nigerian mentality that live there because they just get it you go on a date and they just get it. They know what to do. Okay. And they know how to look after a woman. Fair so enough, they cheat wrong. or whatever, but they, they do know how to look after a woman. <laughs> what do you mean, fair enough, no, they cheat? No, they do cheat, but my guy doesn't cheat. But majority of Nigerian guys, like, infidelity Kika, is you're not You're not selling this, you know. <laughs> I was with you. I was like, okay, I need to find a Nigerian man. And you're like, yeah, you know, maybe they cheat, but, you know. They compensate, obviously, you know. It's so easy for them to get girls out there. But yeah, like, they yeah, compensate yeah. in other ways, but yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to find a faithful guy. Yeah, that's you know. another topic within itself. It really is. Yeah. It's, this world, this is too, it's too much, too many options, yeah. I guess. It's crazy. Okay, I'm going to note that. Mm-hmm. A Nigerian Try man, a because... Nigerian guy that's based in Nigeria. You'll hmm. be amazed. They're so different. Really? From two different worlds, yeah. Okay. Completely different. Okay, all right. Noted. <laughs> back to business, though. Back to business. We'll yes. talk about this afterwards, but back to business. So, obviously, with business, like, I find, like, with me and Radiant, for example, I've sincerely had moments where it's felt like I do not want to do it anymore. Yeah. Like, it's so stressful sometimes. I just think to myself, I feel like I'm still young. Like, why yeah. am I dealing with so much stress? But then there's always this thing in me that says to me, all right, no, you have to keep on going and you have yeah. to keep on striving. You've gone too far to, like, give up. So with, in terms of like building your brand, have you ever had moments where you felt like, I can't, this is too much. I don't want to do this anymore. Building the good hair space, I'm not sure if you guys have seen it, but it's like, it's a mini plaza or a mini mall. Yeah. You know, there was brass and copper. There was like, there's good hair. There's like the nail bar. It was intense. Mm. You know, it took out a lot. I lost a lot of weight. Um, I broke out in like acne. I was so sick. You know, I had like an eye infection. It really took a toll on my health Mm -hmm. and it, I had to keep on going back to Nigeria in order to see it through and everything. And there were times where I'll like go home and cry. I'm like, I'm so tired. Because we were doing the good hair space in the evening and then like we're still slaying installs during the day. So no one actually knew that this was even happening happening because Mm -hmm. we were doing so much at once, you know? We were overdoing it. I was so exhausted. And sometimes I'll go home and cry and just be like, I'm so tired. Like, seriously, I'll just look at clients and look at their lives and they're just like chilling and enjoying and it's like that's how I feel like yeah. they'll just be chilling and enjoying I'm like I'm, I'm suffering like this is so so much effort you yeah. know and businesses in Nigeria you have to be so hands on if yeah. you want your business to succeed in Nigeria you yeah. have to be hands on you have to be present Yeah, Nigerians like 
you know, to feel pampered. They, yeah. they love the experience. They buy into experiences. Yeah, it's yeah. not like over here where it's like more like a DIY service or people are more, more laid back. Mm-hmm. In Nigeria, they're expectant. Mm. and they expect you as a business owner to be there and be there every single day so it took a toll on me and it was just you know so yeah there are times where I felt that way right now no right now I'm loving it you know but just doing up the good hair space it was so stressful but it worked out in the end I mean it's beautiful you know now it's like a a landmark or whatever you want to call it you know people do really like it so yeah I say it was worth it in the end. Yeah. How did you get past that though? Did you is do you have like things that you do? Do you have like a vision board that you go back to like what the goal is, or was it just a matter of you? It is what it is. I just have to get it done. Like just getting it done. Deadlines. Yeah. You know. So like then we wanted to open before Christmas. You know, which we didn't really make the deadline. Um, so yeah, just pushing yourself mm-hmm. and yeah, just having deadlines really. And then yeah. just having like a really good support system. Yeah, Like yeah. my mum will call me, she'll FaceTime me, you know, like trauma, you know, we'll both be each other's support systems and just yeah. be pushing each other. There are times where you're going to fall down. It's only natural. Yeah. So it's just good to have a really strong support system that can get you through it. Yeah. Cause I was going to say that actually, cause I feel like what people don't realize that business can actually be a super lonely road. It is. Because some t- people sometimes just do, they just don't understand. Even if your friends ask you, okay, what's going on? How are you? Sometimes you tell them, but they can't relate to it. It's not like in a relationship you can say, yeah. oh, yeah, my boyfriend's done this. Yeah. Someone can relate to it and say, oh, okay, well, you know, that happened to me as well. Yeah. If you're talking to someone that isn't a business owner, they're just like, okay, oh, they well, sorry. Yeah. I hope it gets better. Yeah. But they don't even check in on you to yeah. find out if it did get better. They yeah. just keep it moving and it can be quite... Yeah quite lonely one thing i just only discuss and vent to a few people Mm. so one of my closest friends trauma and my mum and that's it even my siblings and even know what's going on yeah like i try to tell as few people as possible yeah yeah, because just too many opinions it just just confuses me and just throws me off edge i just like to get my support system from those three people and just i think that's actually important because a lot of people sometimes feel like they need like a big squad do you know what i mean and in that big squad everyone needs to know what's going on you need to be open it's not every single person's advice you should be taking this is the thing yeah yeah because some people that actually don't really know what they're talking about exactly and they do it based on the fact that it didn't work for them so they're telling you oh it's not gonna work they're projecting their fears onto you exactly the fewer people you tell the better so did you always know that good hair will grow to what it is not now. at all no not at all it was literally just a hobby we didn't think i just felt like it would just get me by you know yeah I was still living <laughs> just at my trying to survive house. yeah trying to survive i used the extra cash to like buy the things that i like mm-hmm. and then i just realized that it actually was a thing like people you know were really into it wow yes yeah. see that's the thing when your passion really does become like your career kind of thing what advice would you give to maybe I guess like young people who are coming up and they do want to get into business would you actually advise them to get into business would you yeah for sure I'll definitely say like honestly follow your dream and Mm -hmm. just make sure you're passionate about it because if you're not passionate about it you're gonna want to give up halfway yeah when the road gets a bit tough so I would definitely say like go for it Mm -hmm. and you know don't listen to naysayers and yeah just go for it and You'll just see, you'll learn along the way. You'll just learn. Have, what's been your biggest lesson? Because I feel like I have, I've had so many L's this year, especially. Like, yeah. And at the time, it, it does feel like, oh, this is just too much. But at the same time, I know that there are that there's key lessons to get me to the next level. Yeah. Do, have you had like a lesson that's been like, oh, this feels like a loss, but actually 
this is a big lesson and it kind of catapulted you to the next step. Yeah, like I can give you an example. Um, I remember in 2012, our website got hit badly by fraud. So like loads of people just ordering hair online fraudulently. And I literally broke down in tears. I had like stress lumps all over my body. The bank called like, you're not gonna get the money back. You're not gonna get the hair back. Wow. I was so down. And then I thought, you know what? Let me get back up. You know, I went to go get myself. My dad got me a Apple laptop. Not like it made any difference. But yeah. He got me Apple laptop. It was so sweet. And um, yeah, like I just made sure the website was 100% secure. Um, you know, we changed web developers. Mm. And I've so now I just know like, you know, I, everything must go through 3D Secure before I send out the packages yeah, and everything yeah. like that. And I have like more of a personal relationship with clients. Like mm. I'll reach out to them. I'll call them because obviously they're putting their n- number in on the internet and stuff yeah. on the system. Sorry. So, yeah. So you just learn along the way. So like now I know just to be more vigilant mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just to provide more of a personal service. Yeah. I love that on, on your Insta story. You would be like, okay, Sharon, this is your hair. It's coming <laughs> to you. I hope you're ready. It's so beautiful. And your voice, <laughs> Voice. Your voice sounds so soothing. Like honestly, you'd be like, "It's your hair. It's ready." <laughs> and every time I watch it, I'm like, "No, nah. this is such an extra touch." Because obviously, like we are in the same industry, and obviously, you always look at other businesses to like yeah. see like the things that they're doing and all of that kind of stuff. And I was like, "This is nice. This is a nice, yeah. unique touch because it makes you really feel like that is my hair. Yeah, and it is on it. the way. They yeah. love it. And I'm just all for that. Even when I go shopping, I love the personal touch. Like if they just write on the post-it thank you Kika I love that yeah you know yeah, yeah. like oh sorry it's late you know just minor little things like that it makes a huge difference yeah. and for me it just comes naturally like I'm just quite crazy and bubbly and out there yeah, so yeah, yeah. I just project that in the business so, yeah. you know, just showing everything on Snapchat from like securing the bag to the yeah. post office runs to like us receiving the delivery. I just like to document everything and clients feel like they're part of the journey. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's I all love part of the customer experience. experience. Exactly. Exactly. I absolutely love it. I just, every time I see it, I'm like, yeah, this is <laughs> this is sick. Like, it's just so, it's so good. It's so, because like I said, with Radiant, um, obviously my mom started it and it was yeah. completely different. So when I now took over and I had a partner at the time, we just really wanted the branding to just be on point. And at that time, this was like eight years ago, yeah. people didn't care about branding when it came to hair. You would go on hair pages and it just looked messy. And messy. your Instagram page, I must say, is so clean Thank i love the you. fact that you've used like natural hair yeah. weave lace installs like I, it's just perfect and i love that you even write the stylists that like you're empowering you're empowering your actual hairstylist that's as well what, that's what you've always wanted to do Before, so that's so amazing yeah, thank you so much so well done like, for that. thank you thank you because at the time eight years ago it was like where do you get inspo from like because yeah. it just felt like it there was nothing you know but i loved i love you girls because i just feel like it just reminded me of like how it was for us as well, do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Of yeah. just starting this business and like having the branding on point and yeah. caring about the branding and caring about the packaging, which is what you guys, would you say like branding is like a huge thing when it comes to your business? Yeah, for sure. Cause it's a luxury brand, Brand it's high end. So, you know, packaging, branding, everything is important. Yeah. You know, it all goes hand in hand and it all complements each other at the end of the day. So yeah, it's definitely important to place yourself. So even if like you're a budget, brand mm-hmm. like still push hard with your branding yeah you know yeah and show people like what you're about and let your brand be a reflection of you and your brand 
that's the key thing what you just said you know like allowing your brand to be a reflection of you a lot of people want to copy and it's not everyday copy oh it's so jarring like, I swear. it's not everyday copy like sometimes i'll actually go on page there was a time i actually went i saw a video yeah Kika, i thought it was i thought it was us no way i swear the beginning everything was like okay so i was like oh oh who posted that video until i saw the salon's name i was like wow <gasps> You should DM yeah. them. Me, I go keep, keep even this morning. DM. What are you doing? DM. I WhatsApped her. What's I have that? A, right I had a number. Page. <laughs> I write on the page. Like, oh, this looks a bit familiar. <laughs> even this morning, I was like, take down my picture now. <laughs> you know, you have to. It's so annoying because you put in all this hard work and some someone's just chilling just at home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just no, take it's all so my wrong. ideas. And those are the people that don't last because you have to be original. Yeah, you if have you're to original, be... you'll always last because people yeah. always know. Remember where they saw it first. Yeah, it's so annoying. But yeah, it's so annoying. I was actually so mad. I had to <laughs> message her because I was like, "What is the meaning of this? Like, <laughs> you can't be at home chilling, eating spaghetti, and then you now I see swear. my work and you just." copy it completely I was so offended because so did she just, take it down no she had like eight of the same thing so she Are was ready serious? to just execute like wow. everything like she apologised so if you're, if you're well, listening well look at it this way yeah, like you're no inspiring <laughs> you inspired her yeah. you inspire many yeah, so thank, look at yeah. it that way but then when they copy and it's exactly the same, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, but I guess that does come with it when you are doing things and you are setting the levels and stuff like that people people will copy because they're seeing it and they think it looks easy so they just want to of course. They just wanna they just wanna get involved in mm-hmm. it. Okay, well I guess you've I feel like you've just said so much. I don't even know like where else to really, <laughs> to really go. I think my final thing would just be just in case someone does want to start their own hair business, would just be how you go about finding staff because for our kind of business, staff they're the most like it's the driving force. Without staff it's just it's tricky. So do you have any tips in terms of how you find your team? But me personally, I get it through social media. I have a platform, so I just put out an ad and then they just DM and yeah. I usually just filter through. I go through all the applicants and yeah, I'm pretty good at like just reading people's spirits and their yeah, vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I like to go for the underdog as well. I don't go for people that are like 100% perfect. Mm. I like to go for people that I can actually train up, you know, and build because they'll be more loyal to you that way. Yeah, yeah. If they already know so much and they come to you, they're going to be like, mm. You know, what are you really bringing to the table? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I like to go for people that are humble as well and they're hungry. Yeah. And, yeah, I put out ads on social media. And I personally do, like, the... Chumbra and I personally, like, do the recruitment and selection and stuff. Yeah. What's good is the fact that you actually know how to do hair. Like, I don't know how to do hair. So, and I feel like that, I wish I did. Because sometimes opportunities come and you just wish that you can do it. But you can't. You have to get a stylist to do it. But with you guys, you guys fly to different places yeah. for different, you know, yeah. high-end, high-profile clients and yeah. you're able to do the hair yourself. Was that a choice you just made in the beginning that do you know what? we need to do the hair? Everything is self-taught. Even with my makeup, with like laying my hairline, everything is self-taught because I spend too many hours in the mirror. I'm a vain girl. <laughs> so basically, I know how to like make people's hairlines look good, but I don't mm-hmm. have to necessarily like cane row or weave. Now, luckily for me, we're in the era where people are wearing wigs. So yeah. I know how to like slay a good wig. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I'm self-taught and I usually go with like a team member as well. And yeah, I really do enjoy it because I'm so passionate. Like even with like makeup artists and stuff, like if you're passionate, you will never stop. And yeah. for me, I'm not even joking. Even if clients like making her way out of the door, I'll stop her and be like, no, 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 no. There's a strand out. Let me do this. And people love that. They can yeah. see that we're paying attention to detail. And we actually care. Yeah. We're not just doing it for money. We actually do care. Yeah, and that's, that's an important thing. I guess, what's next? What do you guys want to continue to open more in Nigeria? Yeah, like more branches around the world. So like maybe one in every continent, Mm. you know, that would be like amazing. 
and uh, we want to be like the number one employer for hair and beauty in Africa. Yes. So that would be really good. Yeah. And like just do like really good employment schemes. Mm. You know, we like empower our staff, you know, help them and their families, yeah. you know, and just do more things like that. That would be really good. That's amazing. The fact oh. that you want to even empower other people it already means yeah. that your heart is in the right place, man. And you're oh. going to keep on growing, man. Thank you. And keep glowing, girl. Thank you <laughs> Thank so, you so, so much, much for coming on the first episode of my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.